Gentlemen, welcome to episode 78 of the Generation Gaming Podcast. I am your host this week, Tyler. I'm still pointing. Uh, we are also joined by the regular dudes. We got Jack. Yo, everybody. How's it going out there in uh, podcast land? <laughs> I thought we were going to say TV land. <laughs> now, let's be realistic. Who watches Video TV land. nowadays? <laughs> sure. Well, we watch the TV, but who actually watches like television shows? Yeah. Like live anyways. Like commercials. What the fuck are those? Remember those things? Commercials? Oh, we still have those. They're on YouTube and Hulu. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's true. And somehow we still notice, like, uh, the old Christmas commercials when they come on. <laughs> like, like, like there's that Eminem one. They've been showing, like, the same one for, like, 15 years now. I swear oh, where like, it's red and yellow Eminem walk in, they see Santa's like, he does exist! Oh. They do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and those, those freaking like Hershey Kiss like a thing doing like, uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas, you know, like ding, 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 ding. That, oh, that yeah. thing has oh, been yeah. there since the 90s. That's, I kid you. Yeah, that's been around for a while. Yeah. God. But uh, anyways, we're also joined by Jake. Hey, how you doing everyone? Uh, I am Jake. This is who I am. I, that is him. I'm pretty out of it. Uh started drinking around noon. Which wow. is after I got done Christmas shopping, so what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> it sounded like a vibrator. Hey. Uh but uh yeah, started drinking around noon. Still pretty pretty tipsy. Buzz. Oh good. But yeah, that's something you need to do after you get after in the traffic and dealing with a bunch of stupid people who all wanted to bunch up together to do last minute shopping. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, so started drinking and now I'm here. How you doing, Tyler? Well I'm doing good man. I feel much better over the weekend I have I went through like the worst cold, flu, virus, whatever you want to call it I've ever had in my entire life where it couldn't it couldn't be as bad as my zombie virus. Well, I mean, nothing's worse than the zombie virus. Oh, I can think of one you know, that's but... kind of worse and stuff. Try imagining having like a... Herpes? No, no, no. Try having a freaking oh. sickness or something like that where you're sick, right? And uh, you have so much gas buildup and stuff like that where you can't even fart. You can't even like shit or anything else. Well, like that. I told you to stop eating Walmart pizzas. <laughs> that wasn't it's the Walmart pizza effect. <laughs> that was some bad chocolate I ate at work, but... Uh... <laughs> the fuck kind of chocolate? No, but anyway, it's like... It, it was just so bad that when you, like, went to lay down or something like that, your freaking sides are, like, hurting and everything else up. You're, like, legitimate pain. You can't throw up or anything like that, man. It's like, ugh. Terrible. Anyway, carry on. Uh, but, like, I essentially spent, like, between, uh, like, Saturday morning to, like, Tuesday morning, I think I was asleep 
90% of the time. Yeah. And the, like, just the constant sweat, just a sweat and being hot and cold. I was like having hot flashes. It was, it was, never been so sick in my life. Horrible experience. Wouldn't wish them a worse enemy. Uh, I, I finally can talk, uh, now. <laughs> Uh, if we were if we were recording two days ago, we wouldn't I wouldn't be on the show or it'd just be me sitting here quietly. Uh, I'd be I'd be silent, Bob. But I I'm good. I could talk now. Uh, if I I still have a cough and a sniffle, so if you hear me doing any, any of those during the podcast, I apologize. I will do my best to edit them out as I hear them uh, this week. But uh, let's let's move on. Get jump in some games, guys. That's kind of what we do here. So, uh, do you guys want to go ahead and just kind of talk about what we've been playing this yeah. week, or? All right, all right. So, uh, I start, I introduced Jack first. So, Jake, what's, what's jumping with you? What's, what have you been uh, playing this week, man? Oh, for those who can't see, because it was a video gag, I was playing with my plushie Umbreon. Uh, but nice. anyway, yeah, I picked up Tetris Splash since it came out, uh, this Tuesday. And, yeah, it's Tetris. Same game you've been playing for 30, nearly 30 years. Since Game Boy? SNES, I think. Or, not SNES, but NES. PC. It's like, it's, point is, it's a very old Russian game. Mm -hmm. 30. It's like 30 years old. Yeah, around that. Is it, it's a Ubisoft game, right? Now it is. Ubisoft owns the rights. Yeah, now it is. Hey, I guess it's the only Ubisoft game that actually works. Uh, day one. <laughs> yeah, it's the first. Yeah, about, to be fair, it's hard like, to fuck up Tetris. Well, Ubi, um, or Far Cry Four worked uh, day one. So they had that. Like one, they're batting two out of ten. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. That's it's solid. You can put them in the eight slot in your in your batting lineup. <laughs> but you yeah. know, yeah, played uh, Tetris Ultimate. Uh, it's the newest version that's on the PS4 and th- Xbox One. I don't think it's on the previous gen consoles, however. Right. Hmm. But, yeah, hopefully um, more people will actually pick it up and I'll have people to compete against in online mode. Uh, it'd probably be me versus Blaze and some other guy, which... Yeah. It's kind of like me and Geometry Wars 3. Pretty much, but... I don't know. Yeah, probably we're actually in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. It's a good game, but you need some competition. There's no yeah. competition. I remember uh, playing the old Tetris Splash on the 360, which had an achievement for getting ten playing online for 10 hours. And huh. me and one of my buddies, since I first got online, we were we played that like an hour a day to get that oh. achievement. Yeah. Well, there you go. And it was like, we were just, it was a free-for-all, like, it was a five-person free-for-all. And uh, we would just try to team up to attack the other three players. And it was just <laughs> hilarious. Like, it, the more combos you get in online mode, like, you send more blocks that can't really be broken unless you actually do combos yourself. Ooh. So if you get, like, maybe, I'm trying to think what's the... The four combo, like, back-to-back, you send, like, 12 blocks, which fill up maybe 75% of the other person's screen. Which can be annoying when the match has only started. <laughs> but, yeah, I look forward to playing that. And I did another game of playing, uh, I dwelled back into the Pokemon MMO. Oh, there we 
There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, but they're celebrating their third year, and uh, they're supposed to be launching the Hoenn region. Oh, okay. W- yeah, this month I sent a message to you, Jack. Yeah. But apparently, I figured you might like that because pretty much everyone on that game is, tries to be competitive. Huh. But, yeah, like everyone's competitive. Everyone wants those perfect IVs. Everyone wants the competitive team. I kind of wonder how easy it is to actually do that in that game, though. What, to uh, get the perfect IVs? Yeah. They've, it's pretty much the same as Fire Red and the other gens. Oh boy. So cool? you have you have to breed and breed and breed. Oh my but God. the developers of the game the developers of the game actually modded or changed it up a bit where now the to hatch a Pokemon it's not step based anymore. Okay. So you have to like if you want the na- you have to battle for battle other Pokemon for the nature. And uh if uh you want Pokemon as a certain nature, you have to battle with that po- top five times in a row. Really? But you can do it for your Pokemon. So, uh, like you can say, you have a timid, timid Squirtle. Yeah. And you want to hatch a timid Eevee. Right. You put you put the Squirtle in battle like five times in a row. Okay. And that's how it gets his nature. Oh, hey, that's actually kind of interesting. And uh, the same way for its IVs and ability. But I think with the ability, you have to have... I think it has to be the ability that the Pokemon gets. So, I think maybe you have to have that Pokemon in a battle. Okay. Like, just like one of the parent Pokemons, I guess. But I haven't really dwelled into the breeding in the MMO yet. Hopefully I'll do that in, whenever I get to the Seven Islands. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's but interesting to think about. I'm waiting for uh, the Emerald version of it to come out. But, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Okay. Watching nice. a shit ton of uh, Cursed Cowardly Dog. <laughs> Still my dog good made show. me look bad. Ooh, go, 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 go. <laughs> oh, that was a good I fucking know. show. It's the it's season only... three and four are on Netflix. I don't know why one and two aren't. I don't know why either. <sighs> Those are the best seasons, so I thought the first couple. <laughs> well, there's only four seasons in that show, I think. I know. Mm. Oh god, I, remember, I still. But uh, uh anyway, just, just to be quick though, I still remember that episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog and stuff. That episode, like. uh where it's like both Muriel and like Houston are like dead or something like that, and stuff like encourages just trying to like you know, like adjust around their caricatures, you know, like of their corpses or something like that. To where it's like uh, they're like doing their little everyday things and stuff while he's like uh, trying to control things, you know. <laughs> Ooh, that was pretty fucking dark. Uh, <laughs> it's a very dark. Yeah, it's a very dark. Yeah, show for kids, I understand but... how people could watch that as a kid. And I did. There's a... I used to watch. I watch it constantly. Yeah, I did too. I'm not saying it's like, how could we watch that? It's like, knowing now that it's fucked up. Yeah. That show wouldn't that fly went today, over probably. I when I first saw that as a kid. And now I saw it like years later, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
But uh, let's uh, let's move on to uh, Jackie Boy here, man. What have you been what have you been up to this well, week? Well, after I got off my Pokemon binge, which has been lasting me for the past like almost like near a month, I decided to power on my PS4 to play a little bit of Injustice Gods Among Us, and uh, I was not prepared for how much I would enjoy this game. So much so that I finished up the entire single player story in one night. To be fair, that's like a three hour nice. story. It's like a three or four hour thing, yeah, of course. But the thing is, it was so accessible and so manageable in terms of, like, uh, playing through each battle and stuff, controlling each character, where it just felt natural in a sort of an interesting way. Now, this is by the same company that did the Mortal Kombat remake on the PS3. You know, MK9, I think it is. And, uh... Yeah, and they have MKX coming out in May. And what really struck me is kind of interesting about the game is I really like, I really like the control style. I mean, granted, I never liked the original, like, uh, Mortal Kombat games, the way they would control, like, how their arcade stuff based. This is a little bit more simplified than some of the previous, like, uh, work that uh, Neither Realms have done. But, uh, uh, yeah, the combat, I feel, is very fluid. I mean, it's not like, say, like, Street Fighter, how you're just mashing buttons, doing this and doing that. You have to really time, like, certain combos just exactly, like, with uh, the D-pad or the analog stick. Like, say, if you're controlling as Batman and stuff, maybe like do, like, uh, the forward circle motion or something in the midst of, like, hitting, like, triangle and, like, uh, square or whatsoever in order to do that little grappling hook attack. Now, a couple things I've noticed about the fighting, this fighting game in general, is, one, the environments look great. I think they're well detailed and stuff. I mean, considering that this was a port mm-hmm. from the 360 and the PS3 versions of the game... I felt that the up of the game felt really fluid, unless you were looking at the cutscenes, which were kind of a little bit choppy in some parts. I mean, there were some times when I would be watching a cutscene and the thing would be like uh, stutter, maybe like for a split second. I'm not too sure if whether or not that uh, it was because of maybe the porting issues or maybe some technical like technological glitch than each other, which is very important inside of a fighting game because if you have characters that like play the same or like they're clones of each other or whatsoever, it doesn't really make it that interesting, in my honest opinion. Pretty much like all the Dragon Ball Z games are? No, not like that, though. I'm I'm more or less thinking about maybe a little bit like Street Fighter to a certain extent, because you have characters that are obviously a little bit various, like clones of one another, you know, like Ryu or Ken or Akuma or something like that, only adjusted in certain special ways. I say like how Ryu does his his punch and his aura-based attacks and stuff, while Ken has his, his... kicking attacks, like his uh, Tatsumaki Sukiyaku, or whatever the hell it's called. But, uh, for Injustice Gods Among Us, it's more... It just feels... The combat itself, like I've said before, feels more fluid, because the combos connect just at the right angle. It feels like you're actually just going through and thinking out, like, thinking out how you're going to time certain attacks, instead of just mashing buttons and hoping for the best. Which, if you try doing that in this game, it really can be unforgiving. Like, case in point, the last battle that I had against, like, Superman and stuff like that while playing as Superman was probably the hardest part of that gameplay for me. Because, for one, I am not used to Superman, and Superman controls, like, a fucking tank. <laughs> Which is kind of funny, because, uh, you know, his... He pretty much is a walking he tank. He pretty much is a walking tank, though. I mean, yeah, he's supposed to be the strongest man inside the DC Universe. So, in some in some uh, comics, he's actually a god. Yeah. So, 
in that case and scenario and stuff like that, I felt that it was kind of hard controlling as Superman because I would be wanting to play pretty much like how I've been with the other characters, like say like Batman or something, where I can just chain together like certain button combos. But for Superman, it's really different because you're trying to not only fight against yourself pretty much, but uh, try to time it in a certain way where you're not overly like overwhelmed or something by the other like the CPU. Which, you know, that was another problem I came across, too, is because the AI's difficulty can spike in certain spots. Like, for instance, I encountered some previously with, like, playing as Green Arrow, where I was fighting off, I think I was fighting against uh, either Green Lantern or Flash or whatever the hell it was. Where, uh, <laughs> it took me some bit of time to get used to his character, because, you know, when the structure of lives of this game goes in the chapters, right? And for each chapter, you're playing as a different type of character. So say you play one chapter as Batman, maybe one chapter as Cyborg, or one chapter as Joker, and do this and do that. But when you come to Green Arrow and stuff, it's this is where the difference inside the certain gameplays come into effect. And sometimes, like, maybe not, like, at the right moment or something like that. Because I didn't know, when I first started playing as Green Arrow, that you have to literally try to jump and try to get his, like, his arrow-based attacks, like, just right, in order to try to overwhelm, like, certain opponents. I mean, granted, it took me about a couple tries, though, but until I finally got used to the character. But it's just that type of relearning factor throughout each chapter to try to adjust for the characters that just seem kind of odd and sort of jarring sometimes. But the overall quality of the game is really good. And I, I would suggest, though, if somebody is on the fence about playing this game and they love like games like Mortal Kombat or fighting games in general, give it a try. It's a pretty damn good game, in my opinion. But, uh... Other than that, I've been going back to Kirby Triple Deluxe for the 3DS, which, you know what, I'm past World 5, I've got all the Sunstones so far, and i got one more world left. <laughs> I can say this, though, about Kirby Triple Deluxe, it has a lot of great little uh, level design quirks and stuff for each stage. I mean, I literally have went through each stage so far, got collected everything inside of them, and each time, it's like there's something different. There's a different type of theme for each stage, whether it be like, uh, what is it? Little background, little cutouts or something like that coming towards a 3DS screen or something like that. You try to dodge them by going through the little holes in the panels or something like that. Or maybe even like using the gyroscope in order to move Kirby's like little uh, boat thing or something like that across a line in order to get to the next platform and some. There's just something different and unique about each stage that really kind of make it feel sort of fleshed out for this platform. So... Let's see. I managed to, like I said, get past World 5. The X stages in each stage can be a little bit difficult because it's a quintessentially the hardest stage inside each world. And the only way you can access them is by collecting all the sunstones and basically just gaining access to it. <laughs> sort of redundant for me to say, but... But yeah, I'm really enjoying that game too. You know, it's it's really fun. I've spent like about nine hours or so in total since I first started in May and now just coming back to it now because of, uh, well, getting tired of Pokemon, doing this and doing that. So, yeah, this is another 3DS game that I would really recommend people to try out because it's not only a good little game where you could blast through in a couple of hours if you really wanted to, but just like certain other Nintendo games... The best quality of it is when you go through and collect everything inside of each level. Because that's where some of the good stuff is hidden throughout the game. So, yeah, that's about it for what I've been playing. Okay, very nice. Um, for me, I, I finally uh, 
opened uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. And, uh, uh, finally. Yeah, finally, about a month later. Uh, I finally got a chance to put that in. I've only about three or four hours into the game, and I haven't really. I've only done like the first couple missions, and I'm still in the starting area. Um, but overall, so far, I'm enjoying the game. As far as I like, the, I'm do. I do enjoy the combat. It's more. It's closer to Dragon Age Two, where it's a little yeah. more fat. It's, it's not somewhat. It's a nice combination of button mashing and strategy. Of like, you can kind of go in into the battle with like just mashing buttons. And, or you can kind of go with the strategy. You can pick your character. You have four characters in your party. You can kind of tell each one what to do. You can almost do like XCOM where it's like basically you just kind of like tell them what to do and watch to the action. To a certain extent because kind of, uh, you have to... to right. Yeah. You have to actually unpause. Basically you're pausing the game when you put those extras in. And Yeah. But it, yeah, go ahead. But, but to the most part you can... I mean not, not to the T of XCOM but you, you do have kind of that option where you could kind of control everything and then it's kind of you get a nice overhead view of everything and set up your guys that way to do like do a certain attack attack certain enemies um things of that nature uh but i do like that it just kind of gives you like it's it's kind of got a little bit for everybody um for that where you can just be the button master guy you can kind of do like a guy in the middle kind of like where i am where i do have some like I'll, i i do like there's like a person that's shooting like some from from afar from me like arrows or whatever I can have, set one of my mages up to attack them from afar too so I don't have to like I could focus on the guys like on the battlefield with me they are down like you know fighting with the swords and everything like that so I do I do like the the gameplay of it the story seems a lot a lot better than uh well Dragon Age two I mean more because it actually kind of has a story uh than you know unlike Dragon Age two and you know overall though I am enjoying it I I don't really want to like uh say for sure or not whether I love it based off because this is giving me a 40, 50 hour game for <laughs> It's going to be a lot higher than that. Yeah, but I mean, just, <laughs> yeah, just, but I mean, minimal, I mean, probably minimal would be 40 hours um, if you want to do a bunch of side stuff. I heard you can go through the game in about 20, 25 hours if you just kind of do the, the main stuff. Um, but I'm just, you know, basically doing the bare minimum. But uh, uh, the other game I did play this this uh, this week was uh, Tales of the Borderlands by uh, Telltale Games. Ooh, I'm um, interested. Better or I, worse than the first episode of Walk or not Walking Dead, but Game of Thrones. Game, game of Thrones. Thrones. Um, I'll say I enjoyed my experience more with Tales of the Borderlands, uh, but I don't know if I'll say it's better. I guess. Um, with Borderlands, it's more of a lighthearted, uh, fun. Yeah, oh, it's a comedy game experience. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like going from like wa- watching Star Wars to like watching Godfather. Like, <laughs> it's, I can't say what's better. They're both great in their own individual ways, but it's like Godfather. Like, like personal opinion as well. Um, I don't. know, It's hard to. Say. I really can't say right now. I mean, mm, if I had to pick one. I'd probably go Tales of the Borderlands over Game of Thrones if I had to. Um, yeah, just because it was, it was my, fun. Good. No, I was gonna say it was. It's fun. Uh, the, the, I like. I really enjoy the characters. Uh, it's it's funny, and I do like some of the, like they've added some. It's more action in this one than the, what you've seen in like in, in any other Telltale game where there's actually like some shooting mechanics in there. There's more of like some quick time events in there. It's it's more. Uh, you gotta be more involved um, in it, where it's a nice balance of you know wa- watching and picking what to say 
and actual doing stuff. Then like Game of Thrones episode one, I felt there was a lot of just like uh, dialogue uh, more than I'm used to in Telltale games. But it, it was fascinating what they're saying. It's a great story, but it was just kind of like it was. This was more of like watching a movie than you're used to from Telltale. So I don't know. I, I loved it. Um, I'm probably gonna pick up the season pass. Um, but like I yeah I'm sold on that series. Even I'm not even that big of a fan of Borderlands. I mean I like the games. I didn't beat the second one. I beat the first one. I didn't even finish the second one. But um, I, yeah, I, so far so good for me. Um, I would actually say that Borderlands is. I would go Borderlands as being better. Or Borderlands episode one is better than Game of Thrones episode one. Episode one. But again, like that's me saying is picking straws at two different types of genres. Yeah. But like just Game of Thrones, it makes you like tense the entire time you play it. Yeah, that's that's kinda of like that's what's hard about it. It's like yeah, I had more I, I I enjoyed myself more in Borderlands just because it was just a wild fun ride, but then it's just like Every second of Game of Thrones, just which like, is just like the, it's I just know, like the he, TV show too. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's basically yeah, it's a TV show. Just like, oh my god, it's, it's like, and it, but it's, it's worse because it's like, or better because you're the character because like, you make this. <laughs> yeah, you're the character. And you're making decisions. You know, and that's I don't know. It's just it's like, how am I going to get no, myself killed today? Yeah, like <laughs> and none of these. I mean, and both these games are great. I would say definitely pick check out both. But I would play Game yeah, of Thrones like, first. And it takes you away from that. Borderlands takes you away from that tenseness you just had. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can yeah, gotta re, we gotta rebound and play some Borderlands, uh, Tales of the Borderlands. But um, we got we got a handful of topics actually to talk about here. So let's kind of let's go and jump into them. Uh, we'll start off with uh, the Xbox One finally beats PS4 in sales in the month of November. I believe that this oh. is a total like malarkey. Mainly because really? oh, so. P- PS4 owners or people who want the PS4 uh, already have it. Yeah. And uh, Xbox had so many sales going on this month or last month that it was hard to pretty much come up across a PlayStation 4. Yeah. Like everyone who wanted the PS4 yeah. had one is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I kind of agree to a certain extent, though, with uh, what Jake was saying right there. I think that uh, the people who bought the Xbox One inside November are probably the same people who were just uh, figuring, oh, okay, now it's time for me to buy the other console, you know, a year later. It's like a year later, now it's it's cheaper, cheap as the console was a year ago. Yeah, exactly the point. But also the thing about it is, I mean, other than like the particular bundle sales that they had during Black Friday and some of the other stuff, and due to the fact that the PS4 didn't really have that one it factor game that was going to sell systems and stuff as much as, say, maybe the Xbox One did with some other of the exclusives they had, I would think that played a role inside of it. PS- Xbox but, did have yeah. a lot better games this fall than PS4 did. That It had exclusives, exclusives stuff, yes, that PS4 didn't have this fall. Yeah, and, and that kind of goes back to what I, like, when I, I remember I I think it was like a week or two ago I talked about how I went out to Black, I went out to Best Buy for Black Friday and I just I was saying I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of people just buying PS4 games. I didn't see a lot of people buying PS4s 
And uh, the people I didn't see a lot of people just buying Xbox One games. I see I saw a lot of people buying Xbox Ones. And I think a lot of what you're it's it's a it's a combination of everything you're saying where it's like a lot of people are getting an X already have a PS4 so they're getting the Xbox One because it's such a great deal right now. And or it could be the people that held out and like oh I'll just get it next year a year in well, there's more good games out for it and they did that and it's like I'll just wait and see which one's better of the two at the time and. Xbox One's yeah. it's got, it, it really it, it's almost like we have this topic it's kind of like a no brainer that it happened it's just it had the I mean Sony has it had really didn't bad. compete against it it really there was Xbox no, yeah, didn't really I mean, compete against PlayStation yeah I mean you look at like Sony's had a bad year let's face it for exclusives like Killzone I mean was it's, it's a media issue that came out, came out and, at launch that's why well, I'm just kind of talking like. Overall exclusive, right. you look at like Killzone was an okay game. It was more of a, just to show off the graphics. Um, Infamous Second Son, it was a solid, really good game, but it didn't. It wasn't groundbreaking. It's not. A, it's a nobody's game of the year uh, list right now. Uh, you look oh, at yeah. let's look at uh, another game also like Drive Club too, where that thing was supposed yeah, to be out of Drive launch, Club. got uh, delayed multiple months, and it's still having issues yeah. to this day. <laughs> Yeah, like it's out in the stores, you can buy it, but it's not free. And the game, it's getting horrible reviews anyway. So at this point, nobody cares about it. Little Big Planet Three was probably their biggest exclusive, and that got buried on November eighteenth, which was like hell. It was a terrible God. day for fucking games. We had, we had nine, not just not just little games big come out in twelve days. Like... Yeah, you had you had nine AAA titles come out in a twelve Sony day span, slipped up was... when they put that game on the yeah. Yeah, I mean, Hell, you have to, it probably you have could to have sold a little bit better Call... if it sold like a month later. You know, it it, it would have yeah, sold or... a lot better if it came out around the same time as Destiny. I'd yeah, agree if it came too. September, October, or even just like like mid like right about now, like early December. But I mean, you gotta think you're you're not only fighting those game releases, you're fighting a- advertisements. You gotta fight the Call of Duty ads, the, the Halo ads, the Assassin's Creed advertisements, the Super Smash Bros. Yeah. advertisements. I mean, Far Cry, all those games. Even, right? even, at that time, it, even at that time, it was GTA, too. Yeah, well, yeah I exactly. mean, you, same you, day. As, as So, I mean, even, like, their, their best game, it's got solid reviews. I mean, and it's just, it came out the worst possible time it could come out. And, I mean... Yeah, because you have... Yeah, exactly. Like, you have this one niche little game or something like that that'll sell to its, ex- like, it, like it's still, like, fan base and stuff like that, competing against these multi-million dollar, like, games that are releasing all within the same day. It's, like, it's suicide about for any type of, like, game that's going to release on particular days, like, all these big releases and stuff, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, for anything, like, this was, like, a no-lose situation for, like, Sony here, like, where it's like, yeah, we're probably going to lose this, and there's really nothing I mean, to no do about win. it. But... Or, no yeah, win no situation. win. No, I'm saying no lose because if <laughs> even if they got outsold, I'm saying they'll lose because even if they got outsold, it's expe- like they had to be outsold. And if they did, if they did outsell Microsoft, then it's like, what the hell? What the hell is Microsoft gonna do? Like, there's if they can't beat Sony with that, they have the better deal. They have the better bundles that they're cheaper, and they have the the, the more exclusive games out there. I don't know how. I mean, Sony's looking pretty like there because they did nothing and yeah. still won. Um, but obviously they didn't, so that's why I think it's a no-lose situation for them in November. And that's pretty much a wash for them. And they sold... We don't know what the actual to, what the total sales were, so we could find out Microsoft still barely squeaked out or they just blew them out of the water um, for in November. So, I don't know. 
an interesting topic overall, but uh, let's go ahead and um, uh, move on to uh, the, another one here. Uh, speaking of kind of talking, we talked about Telltale's just a little bit ago. Um, Telltale's has announced a new uh, series they're coming out with now. Uh, they are oh. making an episodic games uh, for Minecraft now. Minecraft. Yes, yeah, there's a. Yes. It's going to be. Uh, Telltale's going to be telling a story of the building game. Yes, that I'm, is kind of surprising. Really, That's is not... it though? They did Back to the Future. They did. Uh... God, what was it? They but did those games it. actually right. like there's those worlds actually have those like games... story yeah, stories which, to which, them and characters. Uh, well, Game of Thrones, you're going off of your their own characters. They're not. Follow, they're following like names, but the characters are original. And, but there's uh, like pre-existing stories in these, like pre, yeah, characters right. you can build Which, off of. This actually gives uh, Telltale the creative freedom for my, the Minecraft world to create their own story yeah. for it. Huh. Yeah. So does that I'm, mean I'm, it's going to be like Microsoft exclusive then? No. You know that's because that they is own actually Minecraft. yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. They do own Minecraft now, but. This it's coming out for everything, which is a good part on micro on Microsoft though. Yeah, it's free yes, money, it really. I mean, putting on the, the PS4 and it's gonna be on <laughs> iOS, Android, on all the other systems. PS3. Yeah, it's supposed to be coming out. Probably, I'm, I'm assuming it's probably gonna be out like late, probably fall of next year. But I don't right. know, I'm not, I'm not against it. Uh, I, I find it. It's, it was surprising to hear that's the the new one. I was, you know, you can. Think of something. You know, there's probably a, a dozen game, like series of like movies or video games that could probably have done, but I don't. Know, I, I'm. I guess I'm somewhat intrigued by this one. Based on I, I'm, I want to hear the reviews of this when it comes out and see like, because like like uh, Jake said, like they actually got a. They're building their own characters and their own story completely themselves in this one. They don't have. There's no pre-existing world really world. To yeah, this. I'm sure uh, Mojang will have creative <laughs> control, but. Or what they can tell what Telltale can do, but for yeah, for the right. most part, Telltale has free reign for story. Yeah, and, and this is Microsoft oh, getting some of that two billion dollars back right, like right off the bat. Well, I can see the reviews of it too. You know, <laughs> you know, like seven point eight out of ten, too much water, IGN. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could see this actually. This I could tell an opening biggest... joke for the. Sorry to get you off, Tyler. Uh, I could tell an opening joke for this game, for Telltale's game. It'll have Steve come into the rent world, open world. He'll spawn into a pit of lava. And I was like, he'll quit out. And then you'll, you'll have to quit out. And then you have to restart the game over to get the real start of the story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the sky's the limit for this. I'm, I'm kind of intrigued, actually, for this. I think I could see this easily being like their highest selling game. Yeah, you, like you this could find this might blow. Minecraft with Telltale game. You're you're getting gold. Yeah, like Minecraft's the biggest game going like today, like most popular game out there. And you and you have the power of Telltale behind it. The cat has a very opinion. <laughs> yeah, he he's very opinionated about Minecraft. Um but <laughs> No, uh, I see this game definitely being, like, this will be probably the highest selling, at least episode one will be, like, the biggest uh, Telltale game sold. 
Um, I I got a bit right off the bat. So I want to see uh, oh. the character versus the creeper in a Telltale experience. <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting, that's for sure. But uh, let's go ahead and uh, we'll move on to uh, oh the biggest thing. This is almost turning to the Duke Nukem of our generation. But GTA heists apparently are coming soon. Did y'all okay. see the trailer for the? Did y'all see the video for the heist? No, I actually. You should definitely watch that video because it is fucking awesome. You remember uh, Lester from the story? Yeah. Uh, Like he tells, like he's face to face with a bunch of like online characters. He's like, "I know y'all been complaining. I know you've been complaining, but you weren't ready yet." He's like taking a (laughs) nod at everyone who's been bitching about the damn heist. And I think it was pretty fucking hilarious, and I'm excited. Like, yeah. Like we actually, we actually, oh, okay. Well, they actually got some. We actually got some news on this when they're saying there's. I believe they said there's going to be about twenty heists right off the bat, okay. um, with with around twenty hours of gameplay on that. Yeah, twenty to know, thirty hours of gameplay. Who knows if it's actually going to be about that? But still, Power I mean, if, <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to I set mean, up. That's... You have to gather your resources, then you have to plan it out, or you have to plan it out, yeah. gather resources, then do the job. Right. Yeah. So I mean that's that's pretty awesome. I mean we finally we finally get some details on this and my happen I mean it, it's smart be you know it's still soon enough that you know the the new ones just came out for the new consoles. I mean that, you got to strike where the iron's hot and if this thing comes out within the next you know it's supposed to come month out or so within I, next month. Okay, in it's, January. They so, said it's going to be yeah they said it was going to be the next update that comes to that comes to uh, GTA. Yeah. Uh, so, hopefully, it was either be like near the mid of January. Anyways, uh, moving on. This is something I know uh, that J- Jack's dreading uh, about as much as I'm dreading uh, okay. Assassin's Creed victory. But the Steam holiday sale is now live. Oh. Go spend your entire <laughs> Christmas bonus in Tyler's case to go play buy everything in the library and not touch it. <laughs> well, no, there's a, re- there's a reason I didn't click on the link to show the individual bone, like the in- or the individual uh, games that are on sale. It was just an article that shows the sales. Oh, it okay. Shows that I, I saw... it's on sale. It started. Okay, good. I thank God. I thought there was a link to the. Well, they were selling like things. They were selling games like say Injustice Gods Among Us for like about five bucks. That was pretty fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I saw like. But um... you could buy you can buy games like Rocksmith 2014 for twenty dollars. Normally, price sixty. Mogar okay. Solid Five for fourteen or less than fourteen, actually. Uh, it actually yeah, this, that came out today on. Yeah, well, it's at well uh, Ground Zeroes Mogar Solid Five Ground Zeroes just released on uh, the P- on the Steam like this week though. So or you can why. go, or you can go uh, two days to the past and buy it on the Xbox One right now for three dollars. Oh man! Wow! There you go. Three bucks. That's awesome. Yeah, nice. uh, I'm tempted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you not? Have you not played Ground Zero? No, I'm not. I'm not a real Metal, 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 Metal Gear Solid fan. <laughs> I would check it out it's for three bucks. Give it a yeah, check. Yeah, I just spent a hundred dollars out of my three hundred dollar paycheck for Christmas shit. It's, it's three dollars. Yeah, and <laughs> I got paid today. Uh huh. Three dollars. 
It's three dollars. Hey, I don't want to hear from the guy who's paid less than I do. He would buy it. Yeah, for three dollars. And then yeah. you'd be Boom. complaining tomorrow about how he's broke. Actually, no. No, he'd buy it, play for forty-five minutes, to go back to playing Pokemon. <laughs> well, wrong I actually finished that game. <laughs> Boom! Uh, what? Oh, you're talking about how I haven't finished Pokemon? I finished that back in 2004. No, 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 no. So at least I finished Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes. <laughs> oh, there's a difference between not picking it up and haven't finished it. Yeah. Well, you true. should pick it up for $3 and finish it. If I could just give you three dollars, will you buy it? About maybe an hour or two, maybe just to go through it. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't. I didn't want to spend the the money on it to begin with. Ah. I didn't want to spend it when it was thirty dollars, so or twenty, however much it was. I think it was twenty. I remember. It's still awesome. I enjoy it, but I'm a Metal Gear Solid freak. But let's move on. Um, So. Uh, Amazon has come out or has announced that they're coming out kind of a beta uh, almost where Amazon they have an Amazon Prime Now uh, is, I believe was what's called and I think it's just it's a soft launch in Manhattan uh, in 2015 and I think a few other cities n- nothing else announced but they are coming out with a one hour delivery for tens of thousands of are items. they going to be on drones uh, no, because the, the dr- and this is basically part of the reason why is because the drone is uh, still a ways away, probably five years at the. I don't even. I would say, twenty sixteen is a pipe dream. I don't see the drone becoming a the delivery service becoming a, a real thing for four or five years, uh, where it's you know worldwide. But um, they're kind of going off this now, and it's, you can you could pretty much order anything ranging from like paper towels to video games. Um, <laughs> Paper towels, one hour delivery. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sometimes those mess needs to be cleaned. In our it's like, ah, oh, shit. I, I spilled my Kool Aid. Oh, paper towels. no. no paper towels. I, Amazon. I spilled my Kool Aid on my computer. <laughs> now I have to get to, get to Amazon quick. <laughs> uh, but they, oh, they announced. Sticky. Oh, God, it's drying. <laughs> your computer's fine until oh, it dries. Then that fucking sugar will tear your shit up. Yeah, there's not not enough rice in the world to save your laptop at that point. But um, they did um. Oh it's God, supposed to be an I'm hour or less. For... About, I'm still scared about that time I spilled fucking beer on my computer. No, oh, that was a weird episode. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, all those fizzing sounds really didn't work to help things out, did they? Oh, what? <laughs> it wasn't that either. It was like it was weird Just coincidence. Because if the beer had made that no- make the laptop make that noise. I would have been. This laptop would have been dead. Hmm. But anyway, continue but, uh, on. Yeah. So, anyways, continue on. Uh, they said the, the, the delivery would be an hour or less. Um, it's only for. It's only gonna be for Prime members. Uh, they have they have an app on I, iTunes and Google. I think it's up now. But that's where you can be able to do. You can all. You can also order stuff on there. Um, I don't. That sounds kind of cool to me. Uh, I, I'm I'm somewhat interested when this. I mean, if this becomes a real thing, it'd be pretty cool. Like, if I can order yeah. something like from them, and if I'm already a Prime member, and 
It's like, ah, it's like, especially like for you, Gabe, like you said, you don't have like a GameStop or a Best Buy anywhere near you. And yeah. Well, if he doesn't have or GameStop like, or, or Best Buy near him, he won't have that. You never know. Could That's happen. That's very true. Could, it could happen, but. Or like, it could be like somebody doesn't have like, you have to take the bus somewhere or you don't have like very good transportation or whatever. I mean, you can, if I can, if I, if I didn't have a car and I'm sick at home, I'm like, oh man, I really want to play like Far Cry 4. Like. I'll go ahead and buy it and then have them deliver it to you. That's yeah. awesome. Well, you're also living in the age really of 2014 awesome. where you can buy video games digitally if that was the case. Yeah, Very but true. if you don't, you're not a person that wants to go digital. I mean, I mean, sometimes, I I mean, this sometimes, is just, sometimes you're out of luck. I mean, you've got to stick with what you have. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't know. I think it's kind of a cool thing. I, 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 I'm I, curious to see how it works out, but it's also not just for video games. Right, I mean, it's that's for groceries. Like, we're talking about like that. Yeah, I mean, and I know, like in New York, like in Manhattan, there's are they already have like places that do deliver groceries. Yeah, there's a shit ton so. of places that do that around the U.S. Oh, okay, well, I know, like Manhattan, though, it's pretty popular, um, just because it's you know, it's a small little area. But uh, I don't know. I mean, that's pretty cool. I'm I'm interested to hear what happens though. Like, you know, what kind of what comes of that, if anything. Uh, but moving on. Uh, so. The best video game movie of all time is possibly getting another movie. Uh, oh, so, Prince of Persia? Sony, it, no. So Sony <laughs> ha- is poten- will potentially, and this is kind of a, a rumor just because of uh, there's emails shown about it, but Sony is possibly going to make a animated Mario movie. Oh, it's actually going to be a Mario oh. movie. Yes. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it could. Well, I mean, the animated part isn't completely confirmed but well the movie isn't really technically confirmed but is there Bob Hoskins going to return I believe I Bob Hoskins yeah he's dead that was, that was yeah. a joke I was going to say okay. resurrect him from the grave yeah they can, they can they can like put his voice in there or something like that and kind of cut it in zombie it Bob Hopkins along with zombie like uh, Dennis Hopper not Dennis Hopper what was it Hopper. John Lig- what was that guy John Ligazano John Lig- yeah John that guy he can though. go fuck himself <laughs> Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is still alive, but I don't want him in this. I, I would, I'd rather have Bob Hoskins. But, I don't know. I mean, I can't... If this happens, I, I can't see this being, like, not cheesy. Um, well, you saw it wish Nintendo movie. Would... Like, that worked really well. Yeah, that's true, but... Um, I don't know. Like, it, it could be... I, if they can pull it off like that, though, and make it more family-friendly, I or, you know, I, I could see it, but I... I see Nintendo being almost really kiddy with it, like... Like the Pikmin short movies, like I talked about those a while back. Like, really, well, yeah, of course. I mean, it's those are Mario for God's sake. Yeah, like know? it's same for everybody. Yeah, I mean, like the Pikmin short movies were really good, but I mean, like was really good, but it was like very kiddie. I mean, you can enjoy them for for what it was. It wasn't much, but I like. To, I'd almost like to see like that Nintendo work on this in house and kind of go that route with it, like with the anime style. And I mean, they have proven yeah. with the. Or maybe like just do a bunch of short videos like this of that too, but I don't know. I mean, it's not a for sure thing that's going to happen, but uh, right, real quick, uh, this got me thinking. If there is a like gaming company that you'd want to see make a movie, who, what company would it be? A gaming company, or just like or like a company that has been known to make great cinematics and a decent story. What company would want to see you make a good movie? Mm, not Pixar. <laughs> Pixar should make games. I don't know. 
We just get like I mean, not, sixteen not sequels. The, not the Cars two and not the Cars two know. and fucking <laughs> Monsters University. Who made who who made um Lego movie? I want to say that was Sony Pictures. Because if I, those people, like I would be totally down if the people I'm talking about game companies making. Oh, making a a, a movie. Probably um, uh, the people. Oh God, I can't think of their names. Um, I would say for me, Blizzard. Blizzard. I mean, they're all their in-game cinematics are yeah. fantastic. The stories are great. I was gonna say uh, Naughty Dog. I, like, in particular, like an Uncharted movie or a yeah, like movie, like an Uncharted. Like, like their movies are their games are already. Basically, movies, you know, with with gaming elements to them, but um, see, when I said Blizzard, I meant like an original piece, like a original movie. I didn't mean like a World of Warcraft or a Starcraft movie. Well, no, but I'm just saying, like, I could see them making a really good movie, and that's what I mean. Like, yeah, you look at like Uncharted and Last of Us; those games are masterpieces, just from a cinematic standpoint. I could see them putting together a pretty great movie. What about what about you, Gabe? You got anything? That one. No, not really, though, because I don't really watch too many movies at all, so I don't really know what type of video game company or whatsoever would actually be, you know, would actually like, work up what, on On your opinion, like, you're, it's just to uh, say, like, if, God, what was it? I'm trying to think, what co- game company would you like? Uh, well, I don't know. Well, Nintendo, I think maybe like Square Enix. <laughs> Square Enix did make a movie. It's called Final Fantasy VII: Advent Children. Yeah, they've already got they've already yeah, got a pretty true. shitty history of making movies, so they're out. Advent Children was actually really good. <laughs> what was the other that one they made? Spirit you know, Within was funny. terrible. Okay, so they're batting five hundred. I don't know. I don't think they. I don't think. But I've never watched it. <laughs> I don't think Spirited Within was made by Square Enix. I think it was actually Sony. Yeah, I think it was too. Yeah. Um, gosh, not too sure. Other than Nintendo, I'm not really. Square Enix sure. could make a no, like an actual good movie with like the CG that they have for the new Final Fantasy games. <laughs> oh yeah, like that would be pretty they'd, fucking great. They'd at least have a pretty good art style. I guess with you know Square Enix, it would be yeah. an over the top freaking ga- movie like most of the Final Fantasy games are. Right, it at least look really oh, pretty. Yeah. How about we can give them that. But what if, like, say, Square Enix came out with, like, say, like, a movie version of, say, like, uh, popular games, say, like, Final Fantasy IV or Final Fantasy VI, or maybe even, like, seven, eight, or nine, or whatsoever? They've already done, like, some with seven, but, you know, some of the older games and stuff like that, the story aspect just presented inside of, like, uh, maybe, like, a Lord of the Rings style of, like, uh, like, uh, longevity type of, like, storytelling thing. That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. Wow, uh, Alec Baldwin and Steve Buscemi was in the Spirited Within. Huh. <laughs> Bing Rames was in it too. Holy hell. Bing Rames is like in everything. Keith David was in it. That's hilarious. James Wood. Holy crap, this had a great cast. James Woods. Like Alec Baldwin, <laughs> Bing Rames, Steve Buscemi, uh, Donald Sutherland. Oh, wow. James Woods, Keith David. Donald Sutherland was inside that movie. And yet that yeah, movie. he was Dr. Sid. Dr. Sid. <laughs> Holy hell, that cast is great. What the fuck made that movie go bad? Everything oh, but the acting? 
everything <laughs> but every the story and I'm sure if it was just another animated movie it didn't have Final Fantasy in it in the title it probably would have did pretty well it probably would do better yeah probably more than likely like cause that cast is freaking great yeah it's a pretty great. good voice cast right there definitely Keith David just makes the damn thing go wow he wasn't even a main character <laughs> David was in that movie. Jesus. He's in like every video game now, but that was before like he kind of hit one big. Yeah, his his role stuff. was council member number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nowadays he'd be the lead guy. Yeah, he would be freaking yeah. Sid. Yeah, or Troy Baker would be. Oh my god, that mo- that it. I'm seriously though, that Spirited <laughs> Within cast is great. I don't know, <laughs> like they should have not have had Final Fantasy in the title. Well, let's uh, continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was trying to find out who made the this movie, but it just turned on for what the hell happened. <laughs> How did this movie go bad? Now you're even more upset. This movie's bad. What the bad. hell happened with this movie? But uh, I think we're, Chris Lee Production Square Company. There we go. Oh. But uh, we we pretty much good on that topic, guys. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool beans. All right, moving on to the ne- our next topic. Uh. The Last Guardian is still a thing, guys. Um, really? Apparently, it's uh, it's kind of going through. Um, it's moving forward under completely new conditions, which is a quote from uh, uh, the, the director of the game. So now they took it off the barbecue, and now it's going into the fryer. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. I mean, this is probably. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I think we've all just probably seen that that E three video from like I think what two thousand nine. Yeah. And like a couple, of, I think we've what, seen like a handful of screenshots that were leaked in like in the years since then. But I, I hope this game oh, comes boy. out. I, I that game looked gorgeous five years ago. Um, I don't know. I mean, at this point, I kind of really don't want it to come out because of the whole like, uh, just the whole hype surrounding that game. Plus, like the the lead dude leaving like about a few years ago. It's like. This is like all signs of pointing at this is not going to be that good of a game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I, I mean, just based off that one trailer though, it's it's I'm from five years ago. I'm still sold in that game. Unless we just, you know, in a few years, I mean, I don't think we'll actually probably see anything in this game for at least two more years, if anything ever. But from that trailer, that I'm still hyped up from that trailer I saw five years ago. I don't know what about you, Jake. Uh. Um, at this point, I really don't care. <laughs> Can I give up hope? That's <laughs> not an MMO with this truck. No. We got different, diff- three different points of view from here. One doesn't care, one of them wants to see it, and one of them really doesn't want to see it. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll, if, it, if it comes out soon, uh, I'll probably pick it up, like, soon as in probably mid-2016 t- or 2015. Fuck. Or... When there's just when there's not a shit ton of games coming out, and yeah. I'm not I'm not on a backlog. Like when I said I didn't care, it's not that it was anything towards the game. It was just there's so much. And we, we moved I, on. I don't since I don't then. need right. to be hyped about a game. Yeah, I mean I'm not saying like I think about this game constantly, but it's just like whenever I hear anything about it, I'm just like oh, I look back like fondly. I'm just like oh god, that game needs to happen. You know, it's just. When you, know, when you hear something, like, every E3 I get, like, that little bit of hope 
that you're going to hear something about it. And Coming out this fall. Not even like I mean, just I don't even care. Like, not, I just just tell me something about it. Just like tell me it's still in production. I'm like that guy. It's kind of like you hear those people about Half Life Three. It's not like all the time. Like, oh, where's Half Life Three? But it's just like when you when you hear about it or you hear rumors about it, it's just like ah oh, man. Half Life Three beta opens up next weekend. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Could you just imagine the epic like amount of people trying to crowd crowd onto one server if that ended up like happening out of the blue? That, yeah. That. That would crash Steam like for like a fucking week. I, yeah, I think Steam's just too scared to release that game. It could that game could probably be done like two years ago. It, it's it's probably been done. It's just they're too afraid that the game's going to. They think the game sucks and aren't going to put it out. Yeah, like at this point, like the, it's the like the. Well, I waited ten years for this. The, yeah, it's like <laughs> that Duke Nukem game. Yeah, because that game comes out and it's mediocre, or even if it's really good, it's just like it's like, not going to live up to the hype it's had. Yeah, I mean that game. I mean it could be a. You know, big fail, big blowback because people might just like they're so pissed off they might just stop stop Steam altogether, stop buying games off Steam. So I don't know. I mean, there you go. Yeah, yeah the next thing you know is Origin Town. Yeah, <laughs> Origin or Maybe or uh, Uplay bad. might yeah. make a comeback. I don't think Uplay actually sells Should games play. other than Ubisoft titles. Yeah, then they piece of shit too. I think as you play ever work for you guys like when you play Ubisoft games. Oh, it sure the hell fucking works when I try to play fucking Ubisoft games. Really, it whatever takes me directly to fucking you play. <laughs> whatever I try to log in like you play on like on like the PS4, it never fucking works for me. Oh no! Yeah, what I'm saying is, uh, it takes me to you play. Oh yeah, it always wants you to go to... there, but it never <laughs> it's actually. Like, it's like, uh, please, please come. We're fucking lonely. Yeah, but then like you go there and it's like it doesn't like y'all can't log in. Oh start... nope. This is VIP only. Sorry, you're gonna have to leave. Yeah, fuck that thing. Oh, Damn, I didn't even want to come <laughs> to begin with. You, you play needs to just go away. <laughs> you tricked me, Ubisoft. Thing I like is the uh, like Charles uh, Fusion or the Charles games and Tetris Ultimate. You plays there. Yeah, it's just knows to stay away. Yeah, I, mean, I think I've actually got like a bunch of points. Like, cause, like it's basically whatever achievement points you get, you get those like. Built up, and you can buy stuff like uh, like outfits. a theme for okay. your 360 or yeah. I got PlayStation. I've got like I'm sure I've got thousands just from like all the Assassin's Creed games and all that crap. Oh, I'm sure you do. I don't even like. I, I should probably go in there and look and see what I can, if I can actually get anything halfway interesting. I wonder if I can get anything from this. Oh, oh yeah, I can get a hat. Sweet. <laughs> oh, there's a hat for Sam Fisher. I can get a I can get a hat for my Xbox 360 avatar. Yes. <laughs> I was saying that. It's like I was playing a. Uh, there was a time where I was going, trying to go through that Splinter Cell game. I think it was Blacklist. Yeah. <laughs> but every time I would log into it, it would take me directly to fucking Uplay, and it took take me forever to get out to the point where I didn't even want to play the damn game anymore. I it that. would be so bad. It was like, wow. yeah. it's ridiculous. Uplay sucks. But uh, let's uh, let's move on to... Uh... I, wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind it, hold on real quick. I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind if Uplay was more like Origin, where it was there. But it doesn't shove its stick down your throat every five minutes. Yeah, that's that's true. I would much appreciate that as well. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. Um, but moving on to our next topic, uh, the Devil May Cry, which is the uh, essentially the reboot of the Devil May Cry series, is being uh, is getting a definitive edition, um, coming to cool. the PS4 and Xbox One on March seventeenth for forty dollars. And also, yeah, Double May Cry Four, the special edition, uh, is coming out uh, in the summer 
for the Xbox One and PS4. Oh, so they're not going to be bundled together, huh? Yeah. Nope. They are two separate games, probably both around 40 bucks. I'm going to assume. That would make Cry 4 came out six years ago. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not really that good. That would make Cry 4 was different. Devil, For, oh, it, it took yeah, a, way, it was different yeah. from the other Devil May Cry, which main focus was on Dante. Yeah, and Devil. I know between those two, though, I really would like just to play the like the reboot of DMC. Yeah, at least that one looks sort of interesting. There's really nowhere so you don't it. have to update more. True. I don't know. I mean, this is kind of getting like we're kind of going too far with these reboots and all these like definitive editions. You want a reboot? How about a reboot of Pac Man? <laughs> how about Pong? <laughs> how about how about Tetris? How about we get another Tetris? Um, hey, well you're in luck. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Um, uh, but you had something you play first. We could play. Um, oh fuck! <laughs> but uh, I don't. I think we're going too far with these like these ports and all these definitive editions. Like I can I can understand. I can or I can I can deal with uh, the Devil May Cry reboot. But Devil May Cry Four. Like a game that's uh, right, like, listen, who cares uh, about uh, Devil May Cry? I know. Devil May Cry Four was a fun <laughs> game. The only real problem it had with it was you'd have to go, you go through the entire game as God, what's his name? As Nero. Nero, yeah, that's right. And then, like, you go, like, it switched characters to you're going back to Dante around the second half, but you're going back through the game like in the reverse order, and the. Two characters' playstyles are completely different. Nero is more of a fast-paced yep. hack and slash guy, and then uh, Dante is a slow, like walk, like hard, like uh, what is it called? God, I want to say John Woo gunman with a sword, and it's like it's just slow, but he's badass <laughs> while he's doing it. But that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> but it's like the. Whether each your own game, like Dante's playstyle and Nero's playstyle, could be great for their own separate games. But when you <laughs> merge them together, and you don't really give Dante yeah. his own story, you just go back through and try to save Nero. It, it kind of failed that game. The game looked Agreed. good at the time. I just, I just want to point out that Devil May Cry Four. You can buy it for twenty three cents on Amazon right now. Holy hell, really? Yeah, for three cents. Oh my god. So. <laughs> We're getting a six-year-old. So if you really want to play Devil May Cry Four? Yeah. Get it there. A mediocre game from two thousand eight. I'm going to buy that game since it's only twenty-three cents. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's just we're, that's just. I mean, I can almost see like maybe the, if they did like a, 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 a almost like a collector edition, like where it's all four. Where one. you got Devil May Cry one, two, three, four, then DMC for like fifty dollars. Maybe you I mean, you could almost do DMC separately, but if you just did the first four, I mean, for like do like the Halo. Collection edition almost were like what, forty dollars to get all yeah. four of them. Yeah, I mean that's makes I can almost that makes more sense than than just Devil May Cry, which people that's like one of the worst in the series. Everybody says so. I don't know. It is the worst in the series. It's worse than two. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been. A, two was a bad game too. I've never been. I mean, I'll admit I've never been a fan of the Devil May Cry series, but even like Devil May Cry lovers don't even like Devil May Cry four. So. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's another thing. If they had a different title, it would be a good game. Yeah. True. If they had taken yeah, all the Dante or, part out, anyway. Yeah, it's like it's like playing Dante Inferno. It's almost like, this is a pretty good God of, God of War uh, clone. You know, but if they put God of War on it, this like, This is a game good sucks. God of War clone of an adaption of a, God, we'll say, 15th, 15th century book. Yeah. 
But um, <laughs> that is actually all our topics for the week. We had quite a bit, but we uh, we actually flew through them pretty quick this week, so that's nice. Yeah, make definitely a, not a two-hour podcast. Yeah, that, that'll make it a little nicer on me when it comes to editing uh, this week. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh, but let's go ahead and kind of round it up here with uh, our conclusions. But uh, let's go with the rest of the week. We got Jack. All right. Well, after watching NXT Arrival, uh, take that takeover uh, pay per view that that takeover. Yeah, that uh, pay per view and stuff that they usually have like not pay per view, but just that show they usually have like what once a month, once every couple months. Uh, I think they do maybe. once a one a quarter. So about every three months. Well, I had a chance to watch that over say TLC last Sunday, which you know I didn't even bother watching TLC because of how that fucking badly sucked. the thing sucked. But, That there were a couple of wrestlers that were really like really just fun to watch and stuff like that, but the main event thing between Sami Zayn and uh, freaking uh, Adrian Neville, man, that was really awesome. Which kind of leads to like uh, my wrestler of the week. I may have done this before in the past, but under like a different type of uh, gimmick and stuff like that. I know I think I've done El Generico, so this one's gonna be Sami Zayn. <coughs> so for Sami Zayn and stuff like that, he's basically had been built up inside NXT as this sort of underdog and stuff that uh, really has been trying to fight like to be the top dog and stuff like that with his feuds like say with Cesaro and with Bo Dallas and stuff like that but uh, his last main feud before he actually got the won the NXT title last Thursday and stuff was against Adrian uh, Neville so, with this, you know, he had Sami Zayn and stuff that does all these various type of moves and stuff from uh, his uh, hell of a kick that he has in the corner, which is basically like a corner, like, Yakuza kick where he just goes and rushes in with his big old left foot and stuff like that, just boots him in the face. But, uh, he's also known for, like, his, uh, his Koji Clutch, which that really looks sick, though, when he tries to apply that. Mm-hmm. Because it looks really painful. And uh, the people who he wrestles with, they really sell it well in terms of, like, how much it actually looks like it hurts, which it probably hurts a hell of a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does look comfortable. But, uh, but uh, he has one move that I really like, that I really like when he does, and I'm really surprised that he carried it over from like other promotions to like the Ring of Honor and stuff. But it's his diving middle rope tornado DDT that he does on the outside. It just looks sick almost every time he does it. Mm-hmm. Because basically the opponent's like incapacitated from when he does a rope flip to them on the... On, into the outside so he just starts off he's like he's opposite his opponent or something like that the ring pole is separating is separated from between him and his opponent he dives through like <laughs> the middle rope he jumps through the middle rope and stuff catches his opponent midair and stuff and does tornado DDT onto the outside which you know that's really athletic I hardly have ever seen that move done. Yeah, he, he, but it just looks really sick. Yeah, he only does it like once, like in a blue moon. And when he does it, it's like you, you still can't. I've seen him do it a few times, and I still can't believe he he pulls it off every time he does it. Yeah, it's kind of like the same with, uh, so like with Adrian Neville and stuff when he does his red arrow. 
you know. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, when Adrian Neville, when he was on Raw and stuff, it was one of those rare moments and stuff where he didn't hit the red arrow just right. Yeah. And it looked like he overextended and stuff. But on NXT, he almost hits that, like, every single time just with natural perfection. The same can mm-hmm. be said with Sami Zayn with his uh, Tornado DDT thing. Because like Tyler, like you were saying and stuff, he doesn't use that. He only, like, not a lot. He uses it, like, during the biggest matches that he usually has. Yeah. Like, basically any match that lasts more than, like, ten minutes. Yeah, any, like, big, big, uh, big matches and stuff like that is when he pulls it out. But, uh, yeah, what I'm really surprised is they're actually opening with, uh, a feud between him and, uh, Kevin Owens, who just debuted last week, too. Which, by the way, you know, that match with Kevin Owens and stuff, I'm really surprised that, uh, that, uh, they're gonna be feuding, like, with one another so soon, considering that not even, like, a couple of years ago, they were feuding with each other, like, say, in Ring of Honor. Yeah. And that feud was pretty damn good, too. That was actually, like, uh, Zayn's last, uh, feud before he left that company, too. Yep. But, uh... Yeah, even that Kevin Owens match was a CJ Parker and stuff, I'm really surprised that I think... I'm not too sure if this happened or not, but either either uh, Owens bladed or Parker just got him just right in the face to where he looked like he busted no, his nose. He open. did him with that with that palm strike in the corner. He hit him with the palm strike and hit him like just. I think he broke his nose actually. I thought so too because he was just bleeding, just like all over the place. Too. Yeah, he was th- I mean, it couldn't have been like a fucking cut. Yeah, it wasn't a blade job. Like you can see it immediately as soon as he got hit in the face, it just busted open. Yeah, he botched that fucking palm strike, too, man. I mean, when you're trying to do it, when you're trying to do a palm strike to somebody's face, the natural instinctual thing is trying to not do it so hard and stuff where you just literally, like, uh, crunch the person's nose. But no, C.J. Parker did it, like, just right to where Steen just literally just took it full on in his nose. And he, I, oh my God, it looked like a broken nose after he did mm-hmm. it, though. But uh, anyway, that's the wrestle of the week here, Sami Zayn. Okay, very nice. Um, let's go ahead and move on with the trivia of the week. What do you got for me, Jake? Well, I was thinking of going to find an old Final Fantasy game, but yeah. instead, I'm going to the Final Fantasy movie. <laughs> <laughs> Who did keep the, David voice? Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, the budget for that movie was one hundred and thirty-seven million dollars. Wow. Oh my god. Guess how much it grossed. That's a lot. Uh, 37 Two million. million. <laughs> Is that your serious sir? Yeah. Okay. Jack, how about you? I say 2 million. How, many, how much? I say 2 million. 2 million? Yep. Opening weekend. Let's just opening weekend is $11,408,853. Ooh. Oh wow! Total. Gr- I'm surprised they did that much, but still, that's really underwhelming. <laughs> Total gross was thirty-two million one hundred and thirty-one thousand eight hundred thirty. Ah, uh, oh man! Wow. For going by Price's Right rules, Jack won. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and be honest, like, those rules are just made to fuck people over. Yeah, I go. We always go. Yeah, you always go by Price's Right rules in life, man. That's what you always go by. <laughs> it's a standard. <laughs> But, uh, nah, and business rules, if you go over, they'll pay you. They'll make you pay that. That's true. Right. But in overall life, outside of business, it's price of business. Business is life. 
apparently, according to the U.S. government. <laughs> but anyways, before we go into the government, and uh, <laughs> we love you, government, in case you're listening. Um, and we I love you, IRA. <laughs> and we know you are listening. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, kind of wrap it up um, with... Uh, we are on Facebook uh, under Generation Gaming. We have a group and a page, so check us out on there if you'd like to talk to us or hear what's going on with the podcast and anything overall news-wise. Uh, we are also on the Twitter. We are Gen underscore Games, so check us out on there. We usually post uh, whatever, whenever we have YouTube videos going up or the, the podcast is up, we post it on there. And then we are also on YouTube, Jake. Jim Gaming Net. It's not that hard. I always <laughs> just fuck it up, so it's just better up to let you do it before you, before you yell at me about it. And uh, I think that's everything. We, we're pretty much on everything. I think we're actually even on uh, Google Hangout now. Or not Google Hangout, but Google Plus. I got, <laughs> a, we? I got an email about joining. Um, oh, that was just to give you promotion to management. Oh, okay. But we, yeah, we're on. For the uh, YouTube yeah. channel. Oh, okay. I, I, I must have misread the email then. Um, we might be on Google Plus. I don't know. We, we're... Jack, I didn't give you the promotion because, well, first off, I don't like you. Second <laughs> off, I don't have your email. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. No problem. I'll, yeah, we'll we'll send it to. Him. We'll, we'll we'll eventually have to exchange emails. I think. Um, yeah, we actually have. To, we have, once after about five years, we'll actually get to know each other. Yeah, we might actually. Yeah, we might actually talk to each other outside <laughs> of podcasting night. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, I think that's our show for the week. Uh, I was your host, Tyler. I was a jack of hearts. I've been Jake. GG, everyone. Alan. GG. Bye. Keith David is the best. Around. No one's ever going to keep him down. Arise. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourselves a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. From now on, our troubles will be miles away. Here we are as in olden days, happy golden days of yore. Faithful friends, who are dear to us gather near to us once more through the years we all will be together if the fates allow hang a shining star Upon the highest bough And have yourself A merry little Christmas now
fates allow Hang a shining star Upon the highest bar 